It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hello, dear listener. 03444 The Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. Uh, now, we're going to do something. I'm taking a punt Boyle. here. The, the, the bosses are not... Excuse me, excuse me. It's not your turn yet, Jerry. Calm down. <laughs> sorry, it's, what's going on? What's that? What's... Long lost family, isn't it? Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, no. You see, where are your, where are your people from? Mayo. I'm from Sligo, you see. But you know how <laughs> the, the boils and the old boils, do you know how it happens? No, go on. Because you took the soup. Right. Oh. Yeah, because what happened was the uh, in the time of the famine, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, there was the soup kitchens, yeah. So to anglicise the names, the tr- like the hardcore Gaelic names, they offered them soup if they anglicised the name and no. dropped, the, dropped the O's in the max, yeah. So you wow. took the soup. Yeah. So your family are sellouts. I mean, Sorry we need that, that already. Didn't we? <laughs> is that true? They, they, it they, is. They, yeah, 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 you yeah, get yeah. some soup if you anglicise. Well, not now. I know it was a long time well, ago. No, not now. They're still doing it. I, I knew an O'Boyle, a friend of mine, but I just yeah. thought she was being fancy. I didn't realise no, no, that no, no, it was no. my she fault. She held out. That's how it happens. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. held out. She held yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We've we got Jen and Jerry here. Who, um, the reason you're here is because you do another radio station. Yeah. And this is a weird one. And you, when I asked you to come on, you kind of said, are we allowed to come on and plug our radio, radio Inception. I, listen, if you were um, James O'Brien from LBC, I think we'd have... I think, I think we'd have trouble getting away <laughs> yeah. with that one, to be honest. But, 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 your station is brilliant. It's, um, uh, who wants to tell us what it is, first of all? Do you want to, you start, Jerry. Right. Jen is the brains behind, Jen is the brains behind, Jen runs the station. Oh. But how it happened was, Jen had, well, first of all, the Boogaloo pub, which is our pub, uh, that's in North London in, in Highgate. London I used to live around there yeah, in South yeah, Lane. I used yeah, to drive yeah, past yeah, that yeah. a lot. So like, my history's in pubs and bars and bands, right? So I used to own a bar called Filthy McNasty's years ago, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the Boogaloo then for the last 16 years, 17 years. And so our history kind of like ties us in with bands like the Pogues, the Libertines, the Joe Strummer, Lermers, lots and lots of people. So we a lot of heritage over the years, you know? Yeah. Which is lucky in a way um, for us, but... um. Jen then was uh, looking at doing some radio and she did some online radio and we've we'll been watching the online radio and it's it's starting to create some of a buzz, you know? Yeah. And um, I'm just getting your website up. I'm not yeah, 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 looking yeah, at yeah, Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like, so, she, yeah, so we set it up and um, 
So Jen said she wanted to do something and she looked at other stations and one day we were chatting and we kind of roughly said, let's do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. we just kind of made it up, yeah. didn't we? It's so this is this is a pub and it's it's by Highgate Station, which is in North London, because we're a National London, Station, yeah, so we can yeah, try and yeah. be as specific as we can. And I I used to live near there, but I'm not, I don't really go into pubs. But yeah. I've been in there a few times. I'm sure I saw Chrissy Hind playing in there. Yeah, Chrissy did once. she rocked yeah, up yeah, on yeah, Sunday, yeah, didn't yeah. she? She played there three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was there for one of those. Yeah, yeah, she played there loads. Well, lots of people have. Yeah. Lots of bands have done secret gigs there. Because over the years, lots. it was kind of like a... It's become a place where people just turn up and things could happen. Like Chris Martin did at Coldplay. Um, wow, wow. Yeah, tons. Uh, Wayne Kramer at MC5. Glenn Matlock. Um, Glenn Matlock. Uh, tons and tons and tons and tons. Hang on a minute. We've had Wayne on the show. Lo- yeah. I love a bit of Wayne Kramer. Yeah, yeah. Did he, did, did he, he came and did a little gig there? He came, he? he came as to guest with a guy that was in from Memphis who I can't remember now. Wow. A long time ago. Bright Eyes did two shows there. Uh, Connor Oberst. Um, and then you have tons of people drinking there, you know. So you've, we've had Jack White, and we've had like. Um, Simon Pegg was a regular Simon there for Pegg, a while. Simon Pegg, Ryan Adams, been in. Um, all those guys. And you've had Phil Daniels. Um, why is it. Johnny Vegas, we'll get, tons and tons we'll get of get onto the radio in a minute. That's what you're in for, is radio. But this yeah. is it. Why. Why do so many celebs, let's call them that, come and have a drink there? What is it about? Because it's not a well, particularly central location. No, I don't. I don't. Think about it is, I suppose that's why we're doing the radio. Is that I don't think. So a lot of those people we mentioned there, they're not really celebs. They're they're well known people. They might be very famous people, but they're not celebs. You're right. They're in the modern sense. Of yeah, the word. they're 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 pers- they're, they're, they're they're very much characters and they're uh, the talent they're, act- they're talented artists. people yeah they're artists yeah and they I think what we what, uh, what I started in Filthies and what followed through with the Boogaloo is in Filthies we developed what we call a literary salon oh. so you'd have a lot of writers hanging out you know yeah. so you'd we had writers doing readings twice a week in Filthies so we did shows of everything from James Elroy to wow. who wrote LA Confidential to Ken Kesey who wrote One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest Three times actually with him. Two, what was he like? Amazing guy, amazing guy. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Ken Babs. Ken Babs was the guy, his sidekick, and they had the magic bus. You know. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever read Electric Kool Aid Acid Test? I, I think I started yeah, it. I yeah, never yeah. quite finished it. Yeah, it was, it's at the beginning of the Summer of Love in the sixties where that whole thing exploded. It was like the first big house movement. And he was a pill head. He was into acid and all that. He was dropped out of college. And he was hanging out in Hyde Ashbury and he developed this scene um, and he he was on the bus with these guys yeah. and they had this crazy bus. They were merry pranksters and they um, dropped acid and people jumped on the bus and took acid with them. Then they did shows and whatever. Then the book became a huge hit and all that. He lived as a recluse in Portland, Oregon for a long, long time after that. But he was an amazing guy. But then how would you get... Someone like that and Ken Kesey, and James. How would you get them? To, where was Filthy? Was that in, was that in Kilbert? That wasn't. No, Kilbert, that was, was in Islington. Islington. At the Angel. Yeah. How would you get them? Would you like phone up and try oh, and yeah, book yeah. them? Well, no, we had to book them. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we've been booking people like that for years. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did that with Richard Thomas as a concert promoter. The two of us joined up twenty five years ago to do literary shows, and we basically rang up uh, Pat McCabe who wrote the Butcher Boy. Yeah. Um, he. I heard he was living in Kilburn and basically I found, I met a guy in the pub who knew someone who knew him and then I got him to do the first show 
and they went to all the publishers and they didn't want anything to do with us at the time. They said they didn't really trust the idea of writers coming doing readings in pubs, you know. <laughs> so I said, we've done McCabe and we're about to get someone else. We got, um, uh, I forget who the next one was, Howard Marks, Mr. Nice. Yeah, yeah of course. And we launched Howard. Lovely and Howard, his, yeah. his publisher was Jeff Mulligan. So I knew Jeff and then that's how that happened. And then publishers then started bringing writers to us. Right, once they saw it so was snowballed. working. So we have a long history of that. So then when we came to the Boogaloo, it was more of that. And, you know, Shane McGowan was an old friend of mine and he was living there. And uh, Pete Doherty is a poet as well. And you, So you had a lot of writers and poets around. So a lot of those people we talked about there, they were, yeah, they're artists. They're definitely yeah. artists. They were, they were there for more than, it wasn't a celeb thing that they wanted to have their picture taken because yeah. we wouldn't have that. But it was, it's very much an arty thing. So the radio is steeped in that. And that's, so Jen was saying one day about uh, her frustration about some of the the jobs in the online radio sector, and we just said, well, "Why don't we just make our own so station?" Jen, how did you get involved with Jerry, and who, what, 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 how did the idea of a radio station come up? Um, and honestly, dear listener, this is a this is an amazing radio station. They wouldn't be here otherwise. We're gonna boogaloo. The Boogaloo.co.uk. Is that the place to go? The website for the radio station is boogalooradio.com. And um, if you're on laptop or desktop, you can watch the studio live yeah. as well, which is quite Luke cool. watching Alan McGee a little bit. Early, yeah. Early they have some amazing people. We're going to go tell you who, who they have on there in a bit. But go on. So how did you get involved? Um, so like Jerry was saying, um, I live very close to the pub and I was working there and I... Um, I was before that working in Soho um, in advertising, but always wanted to get into presenting and yeah. then um, gave it a pun and um, did work in online radio for a little bit. And I was just really excited about this thing that you could do um, and anyone around the world could tune in. It's How like long very... ago was this? You, you kind of got three into years ago. Okay, yeah. was less. Yeah. Less than two years, yeah, two, two and a half years ago, yeah. Where I was still working in radio and then... Um, yeah, then talking to Jerry with the history of the pub and stuff like that, we kind of put our heads together and thought, you know, if we had our own online radio station, then it would be quite magical with all these names and the history and all the rest of it. So I think at the moment we have all this history, like you've been listening to Jerry talk about, you know, filthies and all the artists associated with that. And then thinking about the future as well, the future sound of London, mm. indie scene, the alternative scene, the online radio scene. And um, how does that kind of... So how, for the, how are the basics, right? Because we po- we do this show, and this is all mm. set up for us, right? And we, mm-hmm. Catherine and I podcast and stuff. And, and, you know, right, technology now is amazing. You can you can go anywhere and broadcast from a laptop if you want. You're, I've been to your place. It's a proper setup. Mm-hmm. The floor is wonky. We Yes. Apart mm-hmm. from that, though, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. floor's at an angle. And, and it's, it's very... When I was on there with Luke Haynes, it's, he has it very cleverly set up. So he's at the top of the slope on a big chair. Beautiful. And you're kind of, like, just sat down in a very low chair, sleep, sloping back. You were nearly halfway down Archery Road by the end of the show. Incredible <laughs> scenes. Yeah. The things we do for Luke. But so how did you go about converting that shed um, into been, a studio? It's it's evolved, hasn't it? That, that was the bin shed. It was the bin shed. <laughs> yeah, was it really? Yeah, that was pub. full of bins. Yeah, yeah. So we, when we started the radio, Jin just set it up on the laptop. Yeah, so, it was it was it's, yeah. it's every month I'd say like something's added to it, something's been taken away. That was that was that was a bin shed and then we turned into a little lounge called um Called True Romance. Called uh, no um, Alabama's. Alabama's. It was called Alabama's, which I loved as my idea. And then, then the radio was evolving. <laughs> so the radio was starting to evolve off the laptop. We needed more space. So I reluctantly 
let the radio start in Alabama's yeah. in a it's quite an emotional, it was emotional. departure it was, from it Alabama. Was in, it was in a it was in a cupboard for a, a cupboard. long time. So, so we, <laughs> made, we made a cupboard and we we said put the radio away every night. Yeah. So it's a big it's a big cupboard like the size. We had, of that, yeah, we know? had a four channel mixer, yeah. which I thought was the most high tech thing yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, and we packed it down every night packed and unpacked it, it again night. when it's we had people in. Was ridiculous. And who did the were you doing the first show? Yeah, so originally we did so before Alabama's we did I just did a radio show in the pub yeah. just on a USB mic and my laptop. Yeah. Um, While the pub was open, yeah, yeah, and Ooh. then so it had all the pub noise in the background. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, we got brilliant. that on the radio now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that. then, yeah. so that was like the first bit, and then it moved to the cupboard and the bin shed, and then, <laughs> and then gradually, I mean, we we got a ceiling last year. That was exciting. Well, yeah. Well, then, then I I really <laughs> I I let Alabama's idea go, and then we turned in the whole room into the radio station. Mm-hmm. But that used to be that used to hold like six bins. Yeah. Like big bins, skip bins. So we just had to get rid of all that. Now I see why the floor was wonky, so you could roll them out, roll, roll them in. Yeah, 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 exactly. Now yeah, yeah, to roll yeah. out lazy guests. guests. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Genuinely. Um, how, did, how did you get Luke? I love Luke Haynes. We love Luke Haynes on this show. Luke is probably listening to this show, stealing ideas from it, because that's what he does. Anything he's done on your radio station, he's nicked from me. <laughs> Luke was supposed to come in one night and be the house band mm-hmm. And play theme tunes for all of the callers, and then what happened? Baby, I had a baby, ruined it. Yeah. How rude! So, so selfish. Well, if, How did you get Haynes involved? So he was a guest on Bernard Butler's show. Right. Bernard Butler, um, the used to be in Suede producer. Come blah, on, blah. Do we need to say that? Yeah, yeah everyone knows Bernard Butler, don't they? <laughs> well, um, Stay. He, he does a show called BB and the King with um, his mate Mark Kingston. Um, every Thursday, every Friday, three till five, and yeah. that's really popular. And Luke was a guest on. Yeah. Uh, Bernard show and Luke loved it and so we offered him a show and he now plays the cowbell on every single show so yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want to listen to that that's every Tuesday um, one till two till, two till four uh, who was, okay so who was the first name presenter that you had was it Bernard Butler I think it Bernard probably Bernard. it was and what Bern- was the conversation to, to get him uh, Bernard was I know Bernard for years coming to the pub so just emailed Bernard asking me interested and he came and he chatted us and you know very thankfully he jumped jumped on board yeah. you know mm-hmm. um, but then we've had people like Dave Robinson who did Stiff Records he came on board but so the next after that was Shane Shane did a Shane few, McGowan did it Shane did wow. we did a we did a show with Shane which is a genius show it's actually it's on Mixcloud it's yeah. on our Mixcloud yeah and um, we're going to do more with him so it was oh brilliant yeah so it was is him choosing his favorite music yeah. So and talking about everything, so it was um, like having a, it was like having a drink with him because it was a it was like a stream a, of consciousness to our conversation it, about something that happened when he heard this song and then it went on to something else and this stuff in it about where he met he met um, he met the Blessed Virgin and and he there's different things different stories <laughs> went through the whole show you know and this so, is all coming from a bin shed mm-hmm. at the back of your pub yeah, but you don't it's need incredible. it like, but that's you see the thing about radio we don't know anything about radio no we know nothing about it you know we just made it up yeah so we're very naive really you know because I think need, that's the best way to well, be well we need to be we need to be very quite mad to do this yeah. because we've, we've set it up ourselves we don't have any sponsorship we will do one day but right now we don't we're building the content and building the profile and what we do have is great content. We know it. And the thing about pubs, pubs are communities, it's, you know, as everyone knows. And, you know, you live and die in pubs and you meet people and you fall in love and things go through life and they always come back to the pub and, you know, it's, it's a community. So we 
are developing and what we've talked about and what we're trying to do with this is not worry about learning how other radio stations mm. work, but running the radio station like we'd run the pub. So Perfect. we're creating, um, like on, on the shows, in between shows, there's little... Um, little like drop, idents. Ident drops, drops yes. yeah. And it's basically... Jane interviewed me going back like all over the years, stories about who got barred, what happened when McGann took in the beer order, stuff like that, you know. And you just go through loads and loads of anecdotes, like 50 anecdotes, yeah. and they're cut in between shows. So so some guy's driving a car in New Jersey, and he's listening to Boogaloo Radio. He's under no illusion that's a pub. And then you find your local, and then you find likes of Alan McGee and Luke Haynes and all these guys, and then you realise... It's a great station. Well, steady. Well, well, well. You can't. Well, 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 I, I didn't know that. You can, well, you can, I thought you were allowed to curse we're not, here. We're not yeah. Boogaloo right. You can't f and you Jeff can't here. I've got a little magic. Here. You can't no, curse no, no. here. You can Jeff, but no, you can't no, f. Sorry about that. Yes, that's I'm all right. Don't worry. I've got a little I magic button. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, don't yeah. do it too often because it stops working. I didn't know about that. No one did. That's right. Don't worry. Don't worry. I think everyone's like us. But anyways, yeah. So, like, you realise we're trying to create a local so that people who listen in become regulars. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, but Shane McGowan doing a two-hour show where he plays his favourite records and talks about you know when this and this and this, that is the kind of stuff that you would expect. You know, six music, a big, big well, station. That's Contrast Thompson stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different league of madness. Oh, it, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, you would yeah, expect yeah. that they would be all over that. But the, the fact that it's, I don't say hidden. Well, the away, thing about six insult, music but... and that and these guys is, David Soul does a show for us every oh, Sunday. I was get onto that. Right, and you know they're t- Shane and David Soul and. These guys are mavericks, Alan McGee. They're mavericks. Yeah. You know, they're mavericks. These these are people who created amazing work. So David Soul was like Bieber in his time. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's huge, right? Shane is pretty the greatest living poet alive right now, an Irish poet. You know, um, McGee. You know, McGee signed some of the best bands ever. Oh God, you know? he changed music yeah. history. John Leckie started next month, and he produced wow. Benz. He produced. George Harrison, uh, My Radio Sweet Head, Lord, Muse. Uh, Muse, and Two Stone Roses. Yeah. So like, it's not he's bad. It's not bad. Not bad. And <laughs> I think well, I read a lot of other stuff he did too. Cooly he's he's done well. some amazing stuff, right? So these guys are all mavericks, you know. So they're not exactly Radio Six friendly, maybe. I don't know. But maybe no. Radio Six don't know how to deal with them. They'd you know? cack their pants, wouldn't they? <laughs> they I would. think they would, you know. <laughs> Why do I think I know the answer to this, Jim? But why do they? Why do they do it? Why does Why does John Leckie? Why does Alan McGee? When you say come and do a radio show, they go, Yeah, all right. Because I'm guessing they're not getting. No one's getting rich out of this. No. no. Why do you think that they're? You've got an amazing roster. Um, it's punk, isn't it? It's kind of guerrilla. It's. I think a lot of them do it because these people are successful because they never really did what they what they became known for for the money. Really, yeah. it was. It was more to be part of something, to create a movement. Um, and I think this reminds them of that more than if they were to do maybe a more commercial radio station yeah. or some brand pays them whatever to do, whatever. Yeah, that's the kind of feedback I get from them that they love. I mean, they've got total freedom over their play- playlist. Yeah. Every, I don't, wow. We don't have any say in what they play. We've got no say in what they say, which is... Has anyone bit... ever gone too far and you've gone... <laughs> Maybe just reel that um, in. Some unradio friendly versions of certain hip hop tracks at nine o'clock in the morning, uh, I was a bit skeptical about. But apart from that, no. I mean, and also. You've like, had Run DMC in. Yeah, we had Daryl, the DMC of Run DMC, on. Um, it's insane. 
We've got Matthew Wright. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we've got a fridge there that can have drunk, they can drink on air. They get drunk on air. It's <laughs> great. It's sort of. Are yeah. we allowed to mention our sponsor? No. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Asahi. Yeah. Thanks, Asahi, for all of it. You keep us happy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 a very loose format, and I think they're attracted to it because I don't think um, rock and roll exists that much anymore. No. Um, everything's like orchestrated or um, very contrived. It's mm. sort of like forced punk yeah, which yeah. isn't punk so I think we might be the only thing that exists at the moment in it's the like music 50s industry it's like American radio that's how kind of it all started you know and the, and the radio presenters had a lot of sway you know especially those old first rock and roll acts and the country acts so they would go to meet the presenter would choose who was going to be on air Hank Williams or Elvis or ever right and yeah. come to see them before production became a big part of radio, so it's going back to that. So like we're we're saying it's all about trust. This whole thing is like trust. It's like Uber for radio with us, yeah. you know, because the people who listen in will just keep coming back. They'll tell their friends. They'll tell their friends. Well, there's, they'll trust there's us. There's no way. Everything is so safe. I remember when XFM started. Man alive! When XFM first started, yeah, I remember that, twenty yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. even longer. What a station! Because yeah, they yeah. didn't know what they were doing. No. And of course, it, it was great. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, you yeah. turn on, you didn't know. What, I did a couple of shifts there, but you turn on, you didn't know what you're going to get. Just all this music, and a lot of it was awful. But then there'll be something amazing. But it was great. The awful music, as I, you know, is one yeah, yeah. that could get played. Anything yeah. went. And then, of course, they realised that they weren't getting an audience, and so they kind of became Capital Rock. Yeah, you yeah. know, and, and started playing Coldplay. And a then cue music being chosen <coughs> through focus group and by a computer. XFM yeah, did that yeah, thing yeah. once. It was just after I left where. It was big in in America for a bit, and then they realised it didn't work. Where they would have a breakfast show and they would have a drive time show, but the daytime was automated. Yeah. They got rid of presenters. Tony Blackburn, right? And I love Tony Blackburn, and he did a brilliant tweet the other day. Whatever you may think of him, he said, "Yeah, when we did pirate radio, we didn't go out and sit on a ship for three months to to play the same three hundred songs uh, on rotation. We went out there to be personalities and to play mm-hmm. whatever music we wanted to play and, and excite people about music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is kind of the vibe it's exactly the same vibe and one of those guys who did radio luxembourg first what was the there's one of those guys is after starting an online station he was he was a contemporary of tony black yeah come back to me in a second but yeah so what happened was you know there's a few of them in london but there's a couple in new york that are inspiring there's a scene in new york online stations There's, there's one called lot radio where they've dropped a shipping container in a disused parking lot and find them very inspiring because these guys are gorillas. Who is, sorry, who is this? I'm going to jot, because I love It's called this. the Lot Radio, L-O-T. Lot. Yeah. A lot is in parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, and you can go and sit and hang out. Yeah, yeah, you? yeah. So we're big friends of, uh, dub, I always WFMU. get it WFMU in New York, which is, again is another kind of. I don't know. I must check them out. I'm oh, there on Friday. Yeah. It's great. And just their, their, their shows are insane, man. They've got everything. And um, I can't remember the name of the our friend from there. It'll come to me in a minute. Oh, um, uh, Amanda, Amanda Nazario. Yeah. Just she just plays. She just plays whatever she wants to play. Is it music and talk? Yeah. Music and talk, primarily music. Her Great. show's called the Nazario Scenario. Yeah, and she is. She is. In, the show is. In, I've never heard anything Great. like it. You know. No, check it out. There's a lot of that in yeah. New York. Yeah. So these guys dropped a shipping container in a parking lot, a disused parking lot, and they. Um, the half the shipping container is radio. There's no seats. You thought we were bad. They've got no <laughs> seats at all, right? Right. They've no seats. Everyone stands up, and the other half is a coffee dock. So they sell coffee and croissants out the window, right? 
and across the road is a church called San Damiano's Mission and they're friends of mine and um, the, um, the the monks they're, they're Franciscan monks the monks did a deal with the radio station that they'd give them free um, they'd give them the water and they'll give them the electricity and the monks get coffee and um, croissants for life Wonderful! It's great, isn't it? Yeah. So how I first met them was I was in I was in the station one day. I was sitting outside having a coffee because they have a little like it's like a beer garden, just seats hanging around outside. I've, just, I was, I've got a live video stream of them yeah. now. They're screening um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for yeah. some reason. I saw I saw this <laughs> I saw this monk inside the station, you know, inside the the porter cabin, you know. So he came out and I said, "Are you re- are you a real priest, man?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." It's his name. I said. So I said, would you mind saying a mass for me, you know? So I gave him a few quid and he said, I'll come over, right? So I was just checking. So we went over to the uh, church and um, started chatting. They became great. He'd become a great friend of mine, Father Nick. And um, they're all monks and they um, they love the radio. They love the guerrilla yeah. style of what they've done. So what these guys have done now is they've created a whole community there. But Lot Radio is big. It's big in New York. It's very well known. But not alone that, there's Newtown Radio. There's like, um, what's the other one, Jen? The, um... um Radio Free, Free Brooklyn. Free Radio Free Brooklyn, yeah. And um, there's there's a ton of them whapping up everywhere, right? And there's another one I saw today in Jersey called um, Breakthrough Radio. So it's again, it's it's a movement. It's like punk. Yeah. It's a scene, isn't it? People are doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. They're breaking out there. When broadband and Wi-Fi gets a more advanced, probably Wi-Fi 7 or something, when you can just get it in the car, anything you want in the car, that's when I think it'll all change. Mm-hmm. And then people will pick up a lot more of these stations in the cars and most people listen to the radio in the car or at work don't they you know I'm, I'm watching uh, the lockradio.com it, yeah, uh, yeah. if you want to go and have a look yeah. um, uh, I t- let's have a quick break then yeah. do you stick around for a little bit longer and yeah, we'll give no, the worry, station yeah. a proper plug I want to find out about David Soul yeah. um, this is 0344 this is Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle we've got Jen and Jerry from Boogaloo Radio this is the late night alternative on talk radio Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Excuse me. Oh, Dad. Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast. It's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, okay, we're back on the air, so watch your language. (laughs) Um, I'm watching the indiscretions. We're talking um, to Jen and Jerry about Boogaloo Radio. The website, I've got it up here, I've got all these different windows now, is boogalooradio.com. When is it live? How long, at what time of the day is it live? It's it's 24-7, right. so we broadcast um, all week, all day, all night, which is quite good because we have quite um, a big US audience yeah. um, and Japanese audience, so obviously when they tune in, like it could be 10 o'clock in the yeah. morning. Um, and But live, live people in the studio, yeah. um, primarily during the day, um, and we've got over 75 presenters, so... It's a lot of shows, a lot of people. Tell me about David Soul, because I lived in Highgate for a long time and I was so excited when I found out David Soul lived there. Once you know he lives there, you can't stop seeing him. He, he, <laughs> it, was, it was everywhere. Just you get you get bored of seeing David Soul because he was everywhere. He, I love him. And that um that that album, Playing to an Audience of One, come on, man. Yeah. That is a classic. Silver Lady and Don't Give Up yeah. on Us, baby. They're classic songs. He's a great guy, David. And you're right, he was not long in, in t- but he, he was a huge pop star huge star huge yeah, pop yeah, star yeah. for a while obviously with all the acting and, and we um, did a crossover there's there's a lot more to David than people know you know because I've known him about um, 20 years and I met him in Filthies and um, he's we've been friends ever since he comes regularly he's been an amazing supporter and he re- he's a very creative guy always wants to get involved yeah oh, good. he's very open to new ideas all the time wants to keep doing new stuff you know but um, David before he was uh, first of all he was a singer yeah uh, he wore a balaclava didn't he wore he? a balaclava the masked he didn't, man he, he, want, he wanted to be he wanted taken to be for his voice for his not his, music, his exactly yeah, yeah love yeah, it he yeah, did yeah. a whole radio show but like based on the masked man so that's on our mix yeah. card if you want to check that out wow. yeah so he did he did that, that period it was in the Greenwich Village period and same time as Dylan was there yeah god but before and around that time he actually was the president of the Young Democrats and he campaigned for um, John Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy. And he was in the plaza the night that Bobby Kennedy was killed. No. Yeah. So he's a very political person. Yeah. You know? um, and he's a huge intellect. Very smart guy, you know. Um, and then he, he had a pop career and then he had an acting career, which was amazing and huge. Salem's um, lot. I mean, yeah, boy, yeah, boy yeah. what a movie. Starsky and Hutch, of course, and all that. So he had this huge career, but, but there's a lot of depth to David that probably people aren't aware about yeah. in the political side and all he also was involved in football he was a footballer as well um, and he's working on a project where he's restoring um, Ernest Hemingway's car in Cuba at beautiful. the moment beautiful yeah. and he's found his car it's an old Ford <laughs> and they're restoring it in Cuba are they allowed to bring in parts from outside anymore or are they still no uh, the, the, I don't I, actually that's laws changed now yeah. because 
they did have problems because they, they, they were bringing in parts and I think there was a problem with it. But I think they may be able to do that now. Yeah, because Obama kind of lifted yeah, the boycott. Yeah, Obama lifted it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember going to Cuba, what was it, well, before that. Yeah, yeah. And they were restoring cars using um, glue made out of sugar. That's right. Wow. That's right. Yeah, incredible. So he's doing that? Yeah, and he's making a documentary on it. Um, and it's, it's, it's Ernest Hemingway's car from the period he lived in Cuba. Beautiful. And they've, they found the original car and getting parts in. So... Um, no, he's huge depth. So, like, you know, we we just said to David, you know, do you want to get involved in the radio? And he listened to it and checked it out. And, of course, you know, um, he made his decision. And then we're so happy he came on board, you know. Yeah, and so, he co-hosts it with um, a guitarist called Hugh Burns, Hugh Burns yeah, who yeah. was a guitarist for George Michael for a long time. And he's yeah, yeah. the guy who does Careless Whisper. So that's him. So that's Hugh. Really? Scottish yeah, yeah. Hugh, yeah. So it's Hugh it's and David. It? And it's called Music Sans Frontières. Yeah. Music Without Borders, and it's <laughs> every, every Sunday, Sunday to mm. one till two. Yeah. So if you want to tune into that, biggerlyradio.com. Uh, you told me there was going to be an app. Did you tell me there was going to be an app? There is an app. Is there, there is an app? There is an app. I, I yeah. couldn't find, I've just gone to Android after I've I had enough of iPhone rubbish. Yeah. Is it on Android? It's on Android as well. If you Ta- search Boogly Radio in the, in the, what's it called? The Play Store. The Play Store. Not the App Uh-oh. Store. Just had a message from my boss. Of course I'm listening. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sorry, Denny. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll kick him out soon and we'll talk about Brexit. Don't we worry. don't know how they got in. <laughs> <laughs> so Boogaloo Radio on the, I'm going to, because I, I looked and I couldn't Boogaloo Radio. Um, if you can't find it, can you pretend you found it? Just for the sake of <laughs> sounding oh, oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pri- I don't... Okay, well, that's great. That's it's great. free <laughs> to download if you find it. Um, but, yeah, so if you download the app, then you, I guess you just hit play and you're good to go. And listeners, and this is one of the... We're so amazed. We've got quite a few listeners in the States. We've got a couple of listeners in Japan. Maybe we'll open up Skype again tonight and see if we can tease our J- Japanese listeners to call in. Um, but, uh, you know, we've been doing this for years and years and years. And I started when it was you just broadcast to wherever your transmitter went. It blows our mind that we've got people listening in California oh, and yeah, New yeah. York and all over the state. We've got, Some we've people got with their breakfast um, show. Yeah, yeah. We've got, got two got in, Vatican, in Vatican City. Wow. Yeah. And two two I'm, in the Vatican. <laughs> I'm assuming do, do, do they, do they get in touch do they and say well the Vatican yeah. hasn't got in touch yet but, the Vatican um, hasn't got in touch but, <laughs> there, yeah, are no, two, um, there are two in the Vatican it came up in the map yeah. <laughs> we I have those um, maps they're so good they come into Guam what I, I find very interesting is strange places in like the islands you know, yeah. the Caribbean and that's odd places, you know. And they must just be surfing around and go, oh, this look. Well, or or, or it's people on holiday. Okay. People on holiday. Or also yeah. you've got the names on this. So, you know, you've got, you got yeah. a, a suede fan. Well, you go, well, Bernard, Bernard Butler. Doing it. Bernard Butler doing has it. his South Korean fan base and they send him presents every month. And um, every mm. they FedEx it to arrive during the hours of 3 and 5 p.m. GMT on a Friday. Mean? Packages from South Korea. and um and they write and they write letters and they run competitions in the fan group to write the letter to um, Bernard and it's always like Bernard Butler, three one two Archway Road, Boogaloo Radio. It's like Harry Potter, like the boy under the stairs. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? And we currently have a vegan birthday cake for Mark, Bernard's co-host, uh, waiting at the pub for him to collect because we made a joke about him being a vegan yeah. and it was his birthday and um, so yeah wow. they take it very seriously yeah. uh, Graham's listening I've downloaded the Boogaloo app well done find it Graham I'll be checking <laughs> them out uh, thanks for getting these guys in I'm enjoying it um, so that is 
Uh, you must, Jen. Let's forget him for a second. You're the brains behind this. You're the, te- <laughs> you're the, you're the brains behind Professional this. Professional trolley lady. <laughs> you must be blown away at the success in what, two years, two and a yeah, half years? Yeah, I always compare it. Well, I don't have kids, but I can only imagine having a kid yeah. where you're like, I can't believe how cool it is. I'm not cool. I don't really know much about radio or music, and I've given birth to this thing that's so cool. And people say to us all the time, like, wow, it's so amazing. And I'm like, I'm not even humble. I'm like, it's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. I can't believe it exists. This is why I wanted to get you in. And I know we talked about ages and ages ago, and I'm slack. And I, I, I asked you, and then I, I didn't follow up. And I'm really sorry about that. But I was so, you know, first of all, we love Luke Haynes. Right? Luke yeah. Haynes is a god in our eyes. Um, uh, but when I came in, I was so impressed with the whole, just the vibe of it. You know, the fact that it is kind of indie and homebrew. Mm-hmm. And you've got this amazing list of, of people coming in to do shows and it is that it is that punk you know the vibe of just we'll just we'll just do it we'll make it work and we'll do what we want to do and if people like it that's great and if people don't like it well then uh, still great you mm-hmm. know i think it's a, i think it's a good blend of like the fact that i'm not from a musical background or anything like that and then you've got this kind of rock and roll crazy pirate ship called the boogaloo so like i guess if I had known anything about the indie scene or the punk scene or anything about the music scene, then maybe I would have some preconceptions of what I want it to be or like maybe more ego yeah. or well, I'd be more biased. you intimidated out of doing it. I'd be biased towards, you know, certain presenters. But yeah. yeah, I'd be intimidated knowing full well whose people are. I mean, these people are like, oh, you don't know that I produced this thing? And I'm like, no. Like, no. no, but that's cool because you're, you're trying to bring people that you're trying to educate the listener as well as yeah. attracting people who already know what's going on mm-hmm. so you know if you're on a bit of a voyage of discovery yeah. as well it's perfect and every day is just so exciting for yeah. me because I think also like you get presenters like Alan McGee and stuff they really underestimate how interesting they are because they've said it a thousand times they've written books they've done interviews they talk about it all the time but to the like uneducated ear or someone that doesn't know everything or f- the fan bases and stuff I can kind of encourage that out of them so re- but someone like Alan McGee really thinks oh, people don't want to well he used to and then his a show um, called Riots, Raves and Running a Label which he did actually earlier this evening 6 till 8 every Monday mm-hmm. um, he he gets in all his mates from the music industry and he, afterwards he's always like oh I forget like how yeah, how yeah. much history we've got and then he gets, because so, all our shows are up on Mixcloud, he, he gets, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of downloads. And he's always really surprised by yeah. it. Yeah, isn't that funny? But it encourages him, I think, to do more. Jerry, who's the most famous person you had to bar? You mentioned barring earlier on, and that lodged in the back of my head. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I can't let you go without asking you that question. I didn't let a guy from Coldplay in one night, but I can't remember which one, but it wasn't Chris Martin. Okay. what Was, was he a bit drunk, being a pain? I or just, just you didn't like Coldplay. He said, I don't like Coldplay. <laughs> no. But no, in fairness to Coldplay, in fairness to Chris Martin, I didn't like Coldplay, no. But I learned to like them because he actually is a decent guy, Chris yeah, Martin, because there was a guy in, the, there was, when we came to the pub, um, Coldplay were becoming big. I think they actually were big. And there was a, they had been drinking there before we came there. And there was an old guy at the bar who used to drink there every night, you know. And, um, when we took over, Coldplay had become big, they'd moved on. And this guy was always on about Coldplay, Coldplay, and Chris, 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 amazing, where are you, know? And um, I wasn't a fan of their music, you know, a bit like Snow Patrol kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. So I wasn't really into that. But um, anyways, years later, right, um, the old guy went into the hospital and he died. 
and his wife was in a, in a nursing home and the wife died in the same nursing home a couple of days later. Wow. Right? And they didn't have any bread. So we um, went to a friend of mine's an undertaker, you know, said, look, we'll, we'll underwrite this, you know. So um, we buried the two of them. So the pub did, yeah. And um, we held a wake for them on the night of the cremations. And I emailed Simon Pegg. Mm. I asked Simon, could he help us out with... Um, uh, could he do anything for us? You know, would, uh, maybe ask Chris Martin for a guitar to raffle or something, or and himself as well, and he could do, you know. And he came back right away within an hour, you know. And then, um, he was a gentleman, and um, he um, he got Chris to turn up and denied wow. the wake to turn up and they did a gig. Wow, wow. that's we, amazing. We, and we covered the cost that night. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so, classy. Oh, uh, he was very classy. So I, I oh, you got respect. Uh, total respect for him. He's, he was a gentleman, you know. So. Um, but I didn't particularly like the band before that, but no, he's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. But I think one of the guys from the band turned up one time and he might have used his name or something to try and get in. He didn't get in. But these things happen. You know? <laughs> these <laughs> things happen. He'd get in now. If You're getting new yeah. listeners. Lane has just said, uh, you've just found a new customer. I love your approach. Um, <laughs> Nicholas says, I'm in Bangkok and just downloaded the app. Wow. So that should show up on your map. Yeah, wicked. We haven't got one in in Thailand, have we? There we go, we have now. You got it now. Boogalooradio.com is the place. I'm not on Twitter at the moment, but you're on Twitter as well. So someone has Boogaloo Radio as a Twitter handle, so we're Boogaloo underscore radio. It's really annoying. Who who are these losers? I don't know. I don't know. What are they doing with it? I don't know. Know. Nothing nearly as cool. Let's, 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 let's but on Instagram, it's Boogly Radio. And if you want to send us an email, it's hello at boogalyradio.com and we'll endeavour to reply. And it is a joy. It's, it's one of those things where if you don't like the person who's on, we'll stick around because you'll probably like the next person. Yeah. And if you don't like the song they're playing, then you might like the next one. If you don't like two in a row, you'll probably love the third one. It's the joy of mm-hmm. discovering new mm. stuff and being challenged a bit, which is, you know, is kind of, we try and take a little bit of that philosophy and put it into into this rubbish but you know mm. you li- I don't listen to music radio now a bit of six because I don't want to hear I don't want to hear the same songs all over the place you know just yeah. repeated again it's it, like Boogly Radio in the same way that six music is very educational musically yeah. like as much as Luke Haynes is you know He's completely bonkers, and yeah. he brings his cowbell in and sings over every track. He's got a real issue with that cowbell. I can, well, I can it's the hangover that he played it through <laughs> on New Year's Day that I I'm not happy about. But anyway, um, let me have and, a word with his girlfriend for you because yeah. I've got the power there. Send it letter of complaint. But um, no, I would say as well with Boogly Radio, like the thing is about it, something ridiculously unexpected is going to happen every single day. And as the person that produces all the shows. Like every single day, I'll get to the end of the day and think, well, I did not expect that to happen. Yeah. So that's one of the nice things about, I think, tuning in and just leaving it on all day is something yeah. ridiculous is going to happen. I hope we got you a few your listeners. I'm sure we have. Uh, I, honestly, I think what you're doing, Jen, is brilliant. I'm so blown away by, by you know, someone doing something original and creative. You, sir, you're a legend. And, and you know, well <laughs> done for giving up. Sir, what was it called? Uh, what was Armadas? What was the bar called? The Alabamas. Fil- Alabamas. Alabamas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done for getting rid of that. Uh, it's Jen and Jerry from uh, the Boogaloo, the pub, and also boogalooradio.com if you want to go and have a listen. There's loads of stuff there. Have a flick through it and you'll you'll find something that you like. I guarantee it. Um, we carry on. Uh, we'll take your phone calls, dear listener, after the news. 0344 499 1000. This is the Late Night Alternative Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Lip Service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative. We 
with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.